0: Elves let the dogs out This
1: is spoiler yeah. This is spoiler yeah. Who let the dogs
2: out ooh, 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 ooh. Who let the dogs out ooh, 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 ooh. Who let the dogs out ooh, 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 ooh. Who let the dogs out
0: Such a strange musical choice If this movie was 18 <clears throat> years older that might have landed better. <laughs> but people still
3: use that song, like, a lot more people than you'd think. Has it become, like, ironic?
1: Do people or do children's movies <laughs> use that song? Because it's a fun song to, like, shake
0: to. That's true, I <laughs> That's guess. That's about it. Oh, I just imagine little children losing their minds uh, watching this movie. But I am your host, Stevie, and today we are spoiling The Christmas Chronicles Part 2. Uh... Mm-hmm. Yeah, exciting times. And, um, let's see here. Let's go Isis to Weestus. And who would you want to see in the Santa Claus outfit that hasn't donned it before? Ooh, dang. Put me on the spot. Uh,
3: oh, this is Brett from Fort Wayne. Oh, man. Um, who's some of my boys? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Christian Bale? I don't, I don't know. I can't think of anything. <laughs> yeah. That'd be awesome. a real classy
0: Santa. And he would gain all that weight. You know he would.
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. That'd be amazing. <laughs> no CG, no FX. He just nope. straight up becomes 300 pounds. Thanks, Zach. Next. Yeah, man. All right. Who do I want to see in the Santa suit? Um, first thing that came to mind is Chuck Norris. I want to see Walker, Texas, Santa up in there. <laughs> <laughs> Roundhouses, uh yeah. Absolutely. I'd say probably followed closely by John Cena. I think a John Cena Santa movie would be a lot of fun.
1: That would be a fun Santa. I
2: could
0: see that. I could you can't see that. <laughs>
1: I'm waving my face in front of (laughs) the for for the audience at home. But uh, no Josh tonight, uh, which is weird. Uh, Christmas spirit. He was on the first Christmas Chronicles. He bowed out the last second. He's been busy working on the Clone Wars podcast, so he's taking the night off. But this is Pappy recording from Louisville, Colorado. Uh, I Put us on the spot, Stevie. I'm going to go with um, Michael Shannon. Ah, Uh, You stole my pick. Bad Santa. But I want sad Santa. Like, this is just like, this is Santa, but he's just like an alcoholic. He's kind of like at the end of the line. Like, things aren't going so well. His wife leads it's him. Called, it's uh, called Bad Santa. <sighs> directed by Jeff Nichols, though. So, it's a little different. It's, it's brooding,
0: sad Santa. intense Santa that is going to be such a violent build up that he's just going to explode in the third act.
1: Also, it's directed by Jeff Nichols. So, the government is definitely the bad guy <laughs> in the movie. <laughs>
2: Very staunch, persecuted Santa. (laughs) Oh, Pap!
0: You took my pick. I can't believe that. I'm sorry. God bless America. I know, but Michael Shannon's my pick for so many things. Um, let's see here. Jake
3: Gyllenhaal.
0: You say Jake Gyllenhaal? Yeah, or Anthony Daniels, you know. Oh
1: God, Jake Gyllenhaal. Anthony Daniels. (laughs)
2: Joking, joking, joking.
0: Daniels. Oh, man. Oh, man. I would like to see Nick Cage uh, Uh, do an attempt on Santa.
1: Okay. Genius.
0: I I, I think it could land. I think the chemistry he would have with little CGI elves would go a long way. (laughs) Like, really. I I think he would just go for it. Like, much like Kurt Russell in this movie, he would just go for it. Oh,
3: man. It could be. Would you want it to be like a meta movie, like Saint Nick Cage? Or like a real
0: movie.
3: Oh,
1: oh St. Nick Cage is such a good title. St. Nick Cage really <laughs> is. Starring Nick Cage. Starring Nick Cage. <laughs> as
0: a stapler. <laughs> oh, well, let's dive into this movie. And much like last time, it's one of the first things I asked. And I kind of want to get your guys' vibe on this. Um, Zach, you were on the, the first one. I don't think you gave it favorable, favorable reviews. Um,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's aspects I liked about it. I loved Kurt Russell. Like anytime Kurt Russell was on the screen in both the first one and the second one, I was absolutely on board. I think, I think for me, my, um, uh, hopes were really high because of Chris Columbus, uh, being involved in the first one. And then, you know, he obviously directed the second one. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Home Alone is one of my all-time Christmas favorites. So I was a little, a little biased. I was, you know, kind of comparing, <laughs> which is, you know, it's a, tough, it's a, you know, it's a tough uh, act to follow for sure.
0: So my question to you is: outside of Kurt Russell's Santa, who just plays, I think, the best Santa of all time, was there any aspects of this movie you really
2: liked? Uh, All right, so we're talking about the second one now. Yes, we're talking about the second one. Yes. Um, A lot, actually. I really enjoyed a lot of it. Um, I loved Santa's Village. I thought it looked really freaking cool. It was magical. It was awe-inspiring. I loved uh, loved all the, like, Christmas lore that they had, like, showing, (laughs) like, Saint Nick on his first Christmas and having, like, the Christmas star – um, and then you know traveling all around i thought that i thought that it really had a more epic scope in the second one I, you know i enjoyed it a lot for sure
1: fantastic art direction fantastic yes. like production design like everything about mrs claus's village as it's i guess to be called now uh looked terrific really really like that
2: absolutely agree the christmas spirit was very strong
1: yeah i
0: really liked the north pole and like Pab said mrs claus's village um, Brett, I'm gonna kick this one to you. I felt like the Pierce's storyline was heavily wrapped up in the first one. Um, yeah. Did you, th- did you find it absolutely necessary to bring them back? No, definitely not. And I didn't, I don't know <laughs> if I actually,
3: I don't know if I thought that until I read Pappy's review like five minutes ago. I just was <laughs> like, I just kind of like assumed it was gonna happen. And then like reading Pappy's like, why? I don't, I don't remember exactly what he said, but something like, some, was it necessary? I don't remember what you said, but yeah. I, uh, it
1: was a huge mistake, something like that. <laughs>
3: <effect>. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you could have gone somewhere else. I mean, you didn't need that. It just kind of made the long bloated. I think the – I know Pappy's going to rip on him, but I think the story with uh, – what's his name?
1: Julian Dennis Ricky
3: Bell Snickle's going to be – was enough to go on. I do not think he needed all that other stuff, but I don't know. Maybe they wanted a the little – Well, it's
1: like any one of these subplots could have been the movie. You know what I mean?
0: Like any one of them,
1: her meeting her dad, (laughs) her accepting Roman Pierce as her new stepdad, her, uh, like, like Santa going back in time, a Santa origin story, or the ball sack guy (laughs) story. Like any one of those (laughs) would have been better than like what we, what we got, which is a mishmash hodgepodge. Roman Pierce by the way nice thank you yeah Tyrese Gibson from the Fast and the Fierce he is working his way up to spoilers charts and uh, <laughs> Kurt Russell but Stevie did you like Julian Dennison now three movie clubs in this movie Bell's it's
0: Nickel it's so hard for me to rag on him because you know I love me some Hunt for the Wilder people mm-hmm. and I just thought he absolutely crushed it in that movie and <laughs> I feel like the internet is being so mean to him um, I'll say this, he, I don't think he wrote Belschnickel's lines himself, mm-hmm. and, no. and I, okay. I don't think the director did him any favors. Um, I just, I don't know, it wasn't the greatest performance, and it was just like, I mean, we've talked about this before, Pap,
1: it was the exact same character as he was in Deadpool 2. Brett, we reviewed that movie, and I I didn't like him in that movie, if I recall.
3: I don't think we disliked him,
1: but we were just like, yeah, he's not... It wasn't nearly as funny, because we did it
3: after we did Wilder People. He was less natural. Like, the lines were a lot more forced.
1: I know what you mean, though, about the director not doing him any favors. Like, the fourth wall breaking stuff. Like, she's perfect. It's such a creepy and weird line, and the fourth wall breaking so jarring at that point. Like... I, I don't know. He might just be kind of a one hit wonder with Ricky Baker and Hunt for the Wilder people. I don't, he's got one upcoming movie that he's going to ruin, uh, King Kong versus Godzilla, and then maybe we'll be done with him forever. But I don't know. I, I kind of like him to be honest with
3: you. I can't help it. Even in this movie. Yeah. I mean, I, I think Zach and I are going to be the ones that are tooting the horn for this movie because I like this. I liked most of everything we're going to talk about. Yeah, I mean, again, it's hard when you see him, like Stevie said, in The Hunt for the Wilder People, where he's just, like, so natural and so awesome. It's like the movie was written for his skill set, and then yes. then it's like Deadpool 2. It's like, yeah, he's funny, but they're trying to give him, like, Ryan Reynolds lines, or and then this one's, like, trying to tame him down. I don't know. I mean, it's, it was a little unnatural, but I don't know. I just... I like him. I love the New Zealand accent. I mean, I can't help it. He's weird. He's in a weird, like,
2: age, like a tweener age where he looks looks weird. That's a good way to put it, yeah. He he looks kind of awkward. There's something awkward going on. Yeah, for sure.
0: (laughs) I like how you brought that up, Brett, because, I mean, in a lot of movies, it's really important. Like, if a movie's going to have a villain and not, like, a time limit or an idea be a villain – it's like really important for that villain to be really good. And as I, said, I don't want to rag on him, I feel like he was heavily miscast or heavily like not written correctly for this movie. Cause I mean, a lot of the time he didn't even feel like a villain.
1: So for the, the audience at home, if you haven't seen this movie, it's kind of a, uh, like Satan cast out from Prodigal heaven Son. Type story. Yeah. Like, right. Like he's, he he was so Kurt Russell rescued a bunch of elves and then this elf got super jealous and now he turned into a human because he broke what? the three rules. He broke the he three bro- rules. But why a human? Why? What? <laughs> Being a human
2: is a punishment apparently.
1: Yeah. But yeah. he goes to start the his own like technological based kind of, right? Like that was really underdeveloped. Like flies around on drones and he possesses time <laughs> travel technology. Like what the fuck?
3: And he like, uh, he like bred hybrid animals and
2: yeah, he's kind of impressive. Oh yeah. The weird hyena, like dog creatures. Those are jackalotes. Yeah. Jackalotes. I mean, they look like the thing,
0: like, like they look like something out of a Tim Burton movie. If it was claymation,
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, like, <laughs> if if you put the Jack Lodi movie, like if you put the Jack Lody's in a Tim Burton movie, it makes perfect sense and no one would blink an eye. Um Brett. Yeah. <laughs> you seem to really like this movie a lot. Um no. Did you I guess you'd say like the addition of kind of like the stepbrother storyline and how mm. I guess say underwritten. He truly was outside of like the action scenes,
1: Jack, the brother.
3: Yeah. I mean, I don't know, that whole thing was kind of underdeveloped. I think we kind of talked about that earlier. There's a lot of storylines going on and I guess he was going to be the one that was going to take the brunt of not getting, I mean, he didn't have much of a arc except for he wanted his future sister-in-law, future sister to like him. I mean, I thought it was kind of funny, but yeah, underdeveloped for sure. I didn't have enough time to go around to all the storylines ahead.
0: Yeah. I mean, Zach, do you think it would have helped if we had kind of like the familiarity of Teddy instead of uh, like the new stepbrother?
2: Yeah, I agree. I think it was kind of weird that they just gave Teddy the shaft and he was just the way. Yes. Big
1: time.
3: time. I think it was, uh, I think it was the Chronicle. So white hashtag.
0: I think that's (laughs) what it was.
2: There you go. (laughs) Yeah, and I mean, Jack, you know, like, I'll, I'll be honest, I was really skeptical when he first popped up. I was just like, oh, great. You know, like, they're, they're ditching one of the, you know, original characters for this new little yes. kid. What's up with that? But I got to say, I kind of found him a little bit in, more endearing as time went on. It's just kind of like Brett said, they, they just didn't really give him enough screen time to develop him. I kind of feel like they should have either just stuck with just Kate or have Jack take over and, like, be the new kid star of the movie just mm-hmm. to, like, give them more time to develop the character. Because, because you know, like you guys said, there's just so many different threads, so many subplots. It's like, you know, and, and not to not to compare everything to Home Alone, but, like, I found myself thinking a lot about Home Alone, both of it being, you know, Chris Columbus directed film. And, like, in Home Alone, it's all Kevin. You've got yeah. one kid. You're following his arc. And, you know, he's like the audience surrogate. You're seeing the events through his eyes. And and it's like in Christmas Chronicles too. there's just so much jumping around between all these different characters. It just doesn't like have the same emotional weight if they just would have scaled it down and focused on just Kate or just Jack, in my opinion.
1: Moreover, too, Zach, it's like in Home Alone, Kevin McAllister, uh, Macaulay Culkin, that kid was a star. You know, like, oh, he's yeah. one of the biggest yes. child actors of and all best. time.
3: And best. And, and, and yeah, curious.
1: Truly best. And the movie has the right focus. Like, this is why I say, like, to anchor the movie, and apparently, the the Christmas Chronicles franchise, like, in the Pierces mm-hmm. is such a hu- it's such a huge mistake because no fucking buddy cares about them. Even if you even with like Tyrese Gibson, no one cares about them. Everyone, <laughs> every single person who watches Christmas Chronicles watches it to see Kurt Santa. Russell as Santa Claus. A hundred percent of the people. And it's so that th- he should be the focus of the movie. We should just this should be a new kid. This should be Jack's story. Now we gotta fix Jack's bullshit. You know what I mean? Like yep. his family drama. That's what Santa does. Like it's such a mistake.
3: Do you think uh since the whole thing with bell snickle was an elf that got were, got jealous do you think it would have worked if it would have just been like another maybe two elves in the in the forest and he didn't have to have the the pierces at all and like they got jealous he got jealous of those two i don't know so, like they obviously needed help they needed someone to help mrs claus and mm-hmm. they needed someone to go with kurt russell like could it have been like two random elves that they spent some time on or you think it had to have been people
2: that's an interesting idea. Like having having two elves that were like more distinct, like, hey, we're going to take two elves and make them like, you know, recognizable characters. Yes.
3: Like, it maybe became like his protege after Belsnickel left or something. Yeah,
2: yeah. That's an interesting idea. I actually like that idea. They okay. should have done that.
1: Counterpoint. Have you guys seen the movie Minions? Yes. 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 <laughs> not horrible i i don't i'm not a minions hater but like i i am mean it's like 90 minutes and i have like 45 m- minutes of minions max in me and it's kind of like the <laughs> I same don't, thing i
3: don't have 45 seconds man like i didn't i cannot stand them and i don't know i've never seen any of the three movies or the minions movie i just cannot stand them so well
1: the elves are very similar right like they I get your point yep they have their own like language and like even like kind of like their mannerisms and like like, partying to Who Let the Dogs Out is a very, like, <laughs> Minions thing to do.
3: Yeah, you're right, you're right. That's actually a really good point.
1: Actually, the plot of Despicable Me 2 is the another bad guy turns the Minions <laughs> bad against them. Almost exactly like what happens <laughs> in this <Interesting>. movie. <laughs> yeah, this movie borrows a ton
0: from other movies across the board. I mean, even going to, straight down to just the Christmas spirit part. Um, it borrows heavily. Do you you think that the screenwriter thought that that scene
3: with the dad was so good that he had to shoehorn the pierces into it? Like, you know, you (sighs) think of an idea and you write something around it. Maybe. Is it so good though? No, but I'm not, I'm not saying it was or wasn't. I mean, I thought it was cool, but like the odds of it are not. I think they should have had something like Santa sent themselves there and acted like they were in trouble but he just did it because he knew they were going to be able to go back in time and the time was not an issue and he wanted her to meet her dad but instead it was like oh bell snickle sent them there and they only (laughs) had 12 minutes i mean i i think with that it's just kind of like almost it's too much if i think if it would have been like santa organized that to happen then i think it would have been a lot cooler I still like that stuff. I That stuff has a lot of heart. I like yeah. that kind of stuff, but it was corny, and it didn't, like, make like, the odds were pretty crazy that that's the one they went to, but, you know, whatever. It's a movie with Santa Claus, so...
1: Does, is Santa calling the shots? Because he's like, I don't know, maybe it, it's all a coincidence. Kinda, Link, Link, I mean... Like, <sighs> that's the whole first movie too, is the exact same shit. Like, that's kind of like,
3: what I thought, but then I read, like, I was reading up on it, and this said something like Bell Snickle sent him back there, but yeah, I thought that he maybe sent her on a wild goose chase to get the batteries, he said, "You know, we only have twelve minutes." But like, I was thinking that he didn't mean any out of it. But if so I read quick, correctly, it, it was Bellsnickel who did it. But I, who knows?
1: I don't want to bury the lead in that scene, though, Stevie. Do you like the Back to the Future? It's like, because <sighs> like, uh, okay, I, I'll sit, to, sit for the audience real quick. They go back in time. Her dad in the first movie was a firefighter who died and like, that's the, that's her brother's arc in the first movie is kind of like getting over that. And like, now she's going back and seeing her dad as a child in 1993. Because
0: she's the one that can't
3: get over it.
1: Because her
3: mom's moving on. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, The first movie is kind of more so of, you know, how can, how am I supposed to enjoy Christmas to have the Christmas spirit when the person who enjoyed it the most isn't here? Right. And, you know, this one's more so of I feel like I'm betraying my dad uh and I don't know how to move forward. I That's don't so like, cliche. I don't like Back to the Future type time travel uh in movies. I'm more of a fan of you know, if it's happening now, it's already happened. Um But mm-hmm. I will say this as many shortcomings as this movie has I love coordinated dance numbers with music. <laughs> I wish it was a rule that they had to be in every movie somewhere. I absolutely loved the airport dance and, like, song number.
2: Where you can look through any window, you see a great...
3: with darlene love she's a, a legend
1: sings the best song on the phil specter uh christmas album baby please come home
0: <laughs> she's got a lot of good songs she rocks i mean i don't know if you guys have ever been in an airport around christmas time but it is nope it, it's pretty dreary it's bleak oh yeah
1: uh flying around christmas eve or christmas day it's it's bleak was there like a Home Alone reference with the woman screaming at Darlene Love? Like, I need a flight back to Chicago now or something. Oh,
3: man. It did have Oh, I don't know if I picked that up or not.
1: Because, yeah, it's like Chris Columbus, Chicago and everything. I wasn't sure. That's interesting. Where was John Candy, though? <laughs> mm? That would have been great. What was the... To have, like, his band... Sure,
0: that would have been fun <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was that
2: the Kenosha Kickers or something yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That would be great
1: What were you going to say Pat? I'll, I'll say this I don't know like the song's fun We got a Kurt Russell song With Steve Van Zandt in the last movie Apparently that like tested well Or Kurt Russell like demands that He has a song <laughs> or something but like contrast Like we got Darlene Love man Like one of the most legendary Christmas singers of all time I like, can't can't she just sing the song? And, no. And Santa's just like pulling shit in the background. Do we need another Santa Claus wearing sunglasses I, doing I a jam? I think Stevie can answer that
2: question. Yes. Like saxophone less.
0: I mean, this movie isn't called the Darlene Love Chronicles, Pap. True that. Fair. It's called the Christmas Best Santa of All Time Chronicles.
1: That's exactly it, what it's called. It's exactly
0: what it's called. And I, I don't know. I just I love the music in the first one. I really like it in this one. I think he actually outdid the first one, but, um, Zach, I have a question for you. Since there's so many storylines in this movie and kind of, you know, they could have made any one, the main one, which one would you have gone with?
2: Oh man, that is super, super tricky. Um, I mean, I feel like, okay having Bell Snickle just, I don't know. I feel like every time Bell Snickle was on the screen, I lost interest. I just wanted more Kurt Russell as Santa Claus. <laughs> so I would definitely say not the Bell Snickle one. I don't know. I mean, like the whole like losing the Christmas star was cool. I just mm. maybe would have preferred there'd be a different, like, you know, kind of a uh, gimmick to make that happen. And I don't know, kind of, kind of like what you guys were talking about earlier with like, I don't know. I'm I'm still undecided if if the going back to 1990 Boston Airport was like you know a good thing to do like her meeting her kid dad. I don't know. Like there's something kind of touching and sentimental about it, but also a little bit weird and forced. I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean that's a really difficult question, man. I I, th- I feel like I just have to go back to the drawing board and spend some serious time reworking the story, to figure <laughs> out which of these like 17 different threads to go with. Um, but can I, can I ask you this? Cause you guys were talking about, uh, Kurt Russell, best Santa Claus ever. I found myself actually thinking that when I was watching, I was like, is Kurt Russell the best movie Santa Claus that there ever has been? I'm, like, struggling to think of a better I think so. I think Santa so. Claus. I mean, Tim Allen as Santa Claus was super, super fun, and, and you know, he had charisma. Uh-huh. But, man, Kurt, Kurt Russell, I just feel like every time he was on the screen, I was just like, dude, he's like the glue holding this thing together. Like, it was, he's super charismatic and entertaining, as always.
1: We have a podcast coming out on the Big Dumb Movie Network on the Tim Allen Santa Claus. (laughs) And I'll definitively say that he is not better than Kurt Russell at being Santa. Um, Fair enough. I don't know. Like, maybe a couple of those miracles. There's been two Miracle on 34th Street ones, right? Like, Uh maybe one of those Santas, like, required more of a dramatic, quote-unquote, performance. But no, Kurt Russell is my favorite on-screen Santa, like, by far. I think his energy.
2: Yeah. He's got the twinkle in his eye. He's got the t- the Christmas spirit.
0: <laughs> like when you see him on screen, you actually like believe him that he's Santa. Like Kurt holds like no punches when it comes to this character. It's full on. I am Santa Claus and just letting it all out on screen. It's so much fun to watch.
2: It really is.
1: It seems like he wants to be there, and it seems like Goldie Hahn wants to be there. You know what I mean? And I think you can Absolutely. really freaking tell when people want to be there and don't want to be there. And they both want to be there, and it just shows. Absolutely,
2: yeah. And, you know, it's interesting. So, like, you know, uh, Kurt Russell worked with John Carpenter on a lot of movies. And, like, he, uh, one of the first movies they worked on together was a made-for-TV Elvis movie where Kurt Russell played Elvis. And I remember reading this interview with John Carpenter where he basically said that, like, he was just floored at Kurt Russell's, like, natural charisma. Like, he didn't have, he barely had to prepare for his roles. He just, <laughs> he just, like, turned it on. It's like flipping a switch. He just became Elvis. And I kind of felt very much like that with Santa. Like, he just had this natural charisma. I think he's, like, one of those one in a billion, you know, actors. He just has this natural charisma that just lights up the screen. And so, like, you know, you guys, somebody said earlier, like, should the movie just have focused more on Kurt Russell as Santa? And my thought was, yeah, probably. Like uh, it probably it probably should have been more like you know Tim Allen's The Santa Claus, where like Tim Allen as Santa Claus got the majority of the screen time. You know,
1: mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. I
2: feel like you know perhaps that would have been a better way to go with with you know Christmas Chronicles two. You know, cut out one of the kid characters, minimize Bell Snickles scenes, have yes. more Russell. I think that would have been the way to go for sure
1: speaking of bells Nickel, you mentioned it a few minutes ago i i don't think i i fully fleshed out like his his story so real quick like i said he's a fallen angel from the north pole he's not in the south pole <laughs> he's but <saying>. like his <laughs> his plan like the linchpin of the movie is he's gonna steal a fragment of the star of bethlehem which is in the north pole from which Santa draws his immortality. He's gonna take it to the South Pole, and and he's he says this in the movie that his plan is just this will buy him time to figure out how to be an elf again. Like, mm. what?
2: What? Yeah, it was a little, <laughs> little too complex, too confusing. Do you,
1: Brett? Do you like the uh inclusion of some like more religious Satan imagery? Well, no, no, no. I mean, like not Satan imagery, but I mean Star of Saint Bethlehem imagery. It's not sec it's, it's gone out of the pure secular realm at that point, right? Yeah,
3: I was actually surprised I remember thinking this is it was more quote unquote religious than I thought it would be. Um But I mean, you said it earlier it's a lot of parallels to, you know, Lucifer and the Fallen Angel and going down south and stuff like that, so it's a lot of I mean, it's definitely a lot more religious imagery than we get in most movies these days. So
1: I just really don't want to breeze over the fact like Stevie, what that's a Stevie question. What is the fragment? Like how did the elves get the fragment of the star of Bethlehem?
0: I think that'll be more explained in Christmas Chronicles three.
1: Uh, um, <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> I think there's a ton of lore there, but I've been kind of beating my head against the wall thinking about, you know, if you're really going to flesh out this story and you want Kurt Russell on screen as much as possible, and as hokey and derivative as this sounds, um, I think the way I, I think you keep the Bell Snickle story that kind of worked for me. Me too. The, the Bell Snickle story worked for me, and so I think you kind of keep the whole jealousy became a bad elf, ended up becoming human and left. And I think if you put in something such as like we need this, but only Bell Snickle can do it. All we know is uh, the city that he lives in, but we don't know what he looks like. And Santa goes to hunt for Belsnickel, like in New York City or in Chicago. And you try to mend the relationship through a Christmas movie like that. I think that works.
2: That's a great idea.
1: That sounds great. And is Julian Dennison still Belsnickel in this movie?
0: I think you have to make it an older person
1: with their own family. Okay, now it sounds fantastic.
0: Like I think that I think Belsnickel, like it's almost like Hook. Like, Bell Snickle, like, almost, like, the further away he got from the North Pole, the more he forgot he was an elf.
3: Mm. And, you know, he can be like a
0: Christmas cynic at this point. He and could've... he has his own family. And this guy shows up and he's telling, like, I need you back to the North Pole. And he's like, dude, what are you talking about? I have my daughter's ballet recital. Like, get away from me. Like, that's how you could mend it through that.
3: You know, Stevie, instead of getting Tyrese, you could have gone with another... Fast and Furious, you could have gotten ludicrous and you could have called it the Ludicrous Christmas Chronicles.
1: <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh my God, Brett.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is good. Luda. Thank you. Uh, that is really good. But um, yeah, the movie ends kind of in a hokey way, which is Kate's okay with Tyree singing her dad's favorite Christmas song now, and we get a Merry Christmas in the sky. Um, do you guys want to see a Christmas Chronicles three? And if so, what do you
1: want it to be about? Anybody have any good ideas? I got one. Um, it's called the Christmas Chronicles, right? Like we gotta, we gotta get rid of this fucking Pierce family. Like, yeah, yeah. What, what you could have done? I was very interested in this Santa origin story. Maybe even like I, I think you could even have it as simple as if you want to have Jack, if we need to anchor to the previous stories, Jack shows up and it could literally just be Mrs. Claus reading him one of the fucking Christmas chronicles and have it be an adventure of Santa at some point in time. It doesn't have to be in the United States. It could be Santa's origin story. It could be, it could be in the United States, but it doesn't have to be in modern times. Like you have all of those books right there. You have all of the chronicles right there. Like just open it up and have super fun with it. This is going to like put the focus on Kurt Russell, like get away from this, like, Santa solving this Pierce's family drama every Christmas. It's tired. No more.
3: I mean, it's going to, I like that. It's just, it's not going to, it's not going to be any real danger, anything bad happening to Santa, though, because you know it already turned out all right.
1: Santa is the most plot armor of any character in the history of characters. <laughs> He's only I'm died saying, in one movie, that's the one, Santa Claus. In this, <laughs> one,
3: in this one, they almost lost Christmas, and they almost that's lost true. his home, and I'm just saying, I mean, it, it could still be really cool. I'm just saying you're taking that element out. But you could have other people who are, you know, other people who get killed or whatever. I don't know, whatever you want to do. <laughs> but yes, I do want to see one. And no, I do not have another idea.
2: I just thought of an idea. I don't know if it's a good one, but I'll say it. <laughs> I like um, it. Yeah, I think, I think you know, I would absolutely love to see a third film. You know, I, I, you know Kurt Russell, again, I feel like I've come to the conclusion he's my favorite, you know, uh, cinematic Santa. So I would absolutely love to see him again. If there was a solid idea, if there was, you know, a script that justified there being a third one. All right. So a random idea that popped in my head, uh, Santa training his replacements. Um, you know, so like, let's say, let's say, let's say that the third one was wrapping <laughs> up and that they decided, Hey, you know, Kurt Russell decided, all right, I'll do one more, but this is going to be the last one. I would say, They'd have to have some really charismatic, you know, kid or young adult actor, and it would all be about, you know, Santa training his replacement. And I really like the idea of, like, seeing another, you know, ancient Christmas Chronicle story somehow tied in. Like, who knows, maybe the movie could start, like, seeing Santa, like, you know, on his first uh, or second Christmas or him, you know, building his shop in the North Pole yeah. or something. You know? Um, So, yeah, I don't know. Just uh, that's something that kind of came to mind.
3: Um, Uh, I'll go ahead. No,
2: I think we should do a gender swap. A girl
3: Santa? Christina, Christina Miss, Christina Miss Chronicles.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It worked for Ghostbusters, so, you know. Yeah, yeah, total. Yeah, there you go, and it's it definitely worked. Uh, and Mister <laughs> Claus is the one who stays at home, and you know. Oh just, yeah,
1: for sure. And, <laughs> I was gonna say, I don't know why when you were saying that, Zach. Like, uh, I think Chris Pine would be a good next Santa. Like, oh, Chris Pine, he's always good in everything, and he can grow a killer beard. So I'm I think there he might go. be good. That's an important quality. Oh, for the Chris role.
3: Pine would be a good one, or Christian
2: Bale. <laughs> i feel the christian veil too man yeah. just kidding
1: oh my god what if the next movie is like at some point there were multiple santa clauses and like it's like oh. what's this book and like that's the civil war chronicles you're not ready for that oh no tell us there's just like <laughs> multiple people vying for immortality for the star Happy, of bethlehem it's christmas
3: yeah. chronicles 3 into the santa verse yeah there you go next
2: right. nice.
0: Everyone we just named who's playing Santa. You're um, welcome, Chris Columbus. I, I definitely want to see a Christmas Chronicles three, but I don't want to see it at the North Pole again. I'd rather see it in a, like a major city or even a small town, uh, just to give it the more Christmas feel. Even though this one was in the North Pole. Um, before we get to yes or no, does guys have anything else you want to add? Yeah. Did did it seem like the budget
3: was bigger for this one? Because I, I gotta. I wonder like with computer-generated stuff, is it more impressive or less impressive? The first time I saw The Elf in Turkey, I said, that's got to be Malcolm McDowell. Like, is that a good thing? Does that mean it's good animation? Or, I mean, it's got to be, right? If I noticed that that was Malcolm McDowell.
1: I think so. It definitely had a bigger budget. Um, I think that was, like, you know, expressed in, like... You know, the first one they shot it in like fucking like a restaurant in like New York or probably LA or something. Right. Like it's a different than doing it in a green screen and creating the environment. True.
3: True. true. Plus it did really well. So yeah, the first one did really well. So they had extra money. I'm sure
1: this was still in the Netflix top 10. Um, but kind of along those lines, I, my only final thought Stevie was there's, well, there's a line where one of the reindeers gets hurt and they're down a reindeer. And Santa's rationale is that uh, we're going to need all the weight we can get. You better come too, Kate. Like, the reindeer can barely make it. And then fucking Ballsack the elf is, like, dangling off the back of the sleigh the whole time. And no one notices this extra weight. But my note was on. There's a super close-up of the reindeer eye. Oh, and it's like one yeah. of the creepiest shots in the whole movie. <laughs> I don't know why they do it. I hate it so much, but it's in that <laughs> part. That. My yeah. wife just like we
2: literally just kind of looked at each other with like, "What the hell?" Was <laughs> <that>? <laughs> Very strange choice. So creepy it was. And hey, speaking of reindeers and creepy, um, I don't know about you guys, but I was a little bit shocked when they showed the Yule cat, uh, you know, attacking one of the reindeer because, like, high, so, yeah, it shows them fighting. And it did the classic like Disney thing where they showed the shadow projected yes. on the wall. I was just like, oh, you have got to be shitting me. That reindeer <laughs> going to kill a reindeer. They're going to kill a reindeer in a kid's Christmas I movie. Mean, this is fucking insane. <laughs> and well, they didn't kill him, but he got horribly injured and it was extremely sad. I was just like, dude, they went there. That's nuts. <laughs> it kind of blew me away.
1: Would have been cool to see like a David Cronenberg version of this where <laughs> Santa's like, okay, Kate, you can stay at the North Pole. And he like transforms her into a reindeer. But, like, slowly go. and Painfully. And that's why he just her <laughs> <are>, uh... Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, man. Good, good times.
0: All right. Uh, let's get into yes or nos. <laughs> Zach, you're the guest of honor. Let's start with you. Sure thing. Um, I'm
2: going to go ahead and say yes. Uh, despite the flaws, you know, that we discussed – I still think there was a lot of good you know Christmas movie in there um and again if nothing else you know it's worth it's worth the price of entry to see Kurt Russell as Santa so I'm gonna give it a solid Very yes true.
0: uh Brett
3: uh yeah I am gonna give this a solid yes I mean I liked most of the storylines I we didn't talk at all about them sprinkling crack all over the, the elves and I mean that was Elf crazy fame. uh Elf Bane, just kind of a forgotten story i don't know uh, kurt russell's amazing uh yeah the pierces were shoehorned in there for some reason but yeah this is uh definitely gonna go if wifey's up to it in our christmas rotation
1: good deal paps this is a hard no dog <laughs> i didn't like the first one i don't like this one and like i i tweeted something about this and i, I my sister actually just liked it. So it flashed up on my screen. So now I'm kind of thinking about it, but it's like, maybe it's just my personality where everyone's like, Oh, you should see the Christmas Chronicles because you get to see Kurt Russell as Santa. But uh, when I look at the Christmas Chronicles, I see them wasting the best Santa I've ever seen in a movie on like really trite subplots that are largely lifted from other movies. And we're focusing on a family who's not kurt russell who last year it's like it last two or two years ago 2018 we had a podcast on this and we're like man we all agreed those kid actors were terrible and they bring all of them back and they add a worse kid <laughs> actor on top of it which is just to, to stevie's point he doesn't write the lines but you know what he delivered the lines and unfortunately he just is in a bad position for him not Julian dennison's best work i, I really think after, like I mean like you said Stevie people are mean on the internet like no one is saying anything nice about him so I, I don't want to pile on anything you know, you know, personally about him he's 18 years old he's got a lot of time to have his career ahead of him but I hope he gets out of the role of like uh, abandoned character, character with abandonment issues right? He's <clears throat> three for three on those. It's time to move on let's see what else you can do Julian um, and let's see what else you can do Christmas Chronicles franchise. I'm not giving up I'll see the next one. I'll pot on the next one. I hope Zach's there. Uh, one of the best and most eclectic guests resumes in the history of spoilers of Suspiria <laughs> and Mandy and Christmas Chronicles. But, but this one's a no for me, Stevie. H- hard no. Hard no. Wowza. Hard no. Man. <sighs> and then I can I can relate.
2: I was I was really disappointed in the first one. So I, can I, you know. have, I think I think it was that. my only my first no. I think was the first one. mm Hmm. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and it sucks because I wish I wish both the first and second were just a slam dunk. Like I wish it I wish they were like home alone level, elf level, where you're just like this this is a beloved Christmas yeah. movie that everybody agrees is fun. I mean, but yeah, but, it, but it, it's it elf.
1: Kurt Kurt Russell is elevating the material around him so much, like what if he didn't have to do that? And like the material was just good. Like think yeah. about how good of a movie it would be if that was the case. So yeah. sorry, Stevie.
0: Um man oh man. I was so excited for this movie. Um I'm going to give this one a soft yes. Yeah. Uh oh, ho, ho. I'm going to give this a soft yes. Um man, the Pierce's story storyline just kind of stuck out like a sore thumb. Uh I don't know why they were shoehorned into this movie. But I still think to Zags and Breastpoint. There's still a lot to like. I enjoyed the CGI. I love the elves. I love the look of the North Pole. Um, And all the interiors look great, too. And Kurt Russell is the greatest Santa of all time. I mean, like for the rest of my life, I'm just going to be like, yeah, Kurt Russell is the best Santa. I mean, he exudes that role so well. Um, I prefer the first one just because it was smaller, and I think it hit a few more heavier notes, uh, which I think is necessary in most Christmas movies. Um, but that's what I hope to see in Christmas Chronicles three, just kind of a more heavier, somewhat dramatic movie. And I know they're kids movies, but if you watch finding Nemo, that is a very well written drama wrapped in a kid's movie. So I know they can do the Christmas Chronicles. Great point. Um, so I will give this a soft yes.
1: Christmas Chronicles is surprisingly favorable on aggregate now between the two movies as a franchise. And that just makes me so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> <As a> pers- <laughs> it's gotten more yeses than noes for sure.
0: Oh, man. Oh, man. Well, folks, thank you for listening. Uh, I have a blast talking about Christmas movies, Kurt Russell movies. I and mean, When you combine the two... It's just magic. Um, Pap, what do we have coming down the pipeline?
1: I'm glad you asked, Stevie. Uh, Coming down the pipeline, we have the finale of the mandalorian um and then I, I don't know might be kind of a grab bag at the end of the year we're really working hard on getting the patreon up and running uh, a whole clone wars podcast will be waiting for you at any level that you choose to donate if you want to l- listen to that along with some exclusive interviews with directors that stevie and i did uh and then the lord of the rings the two towers uh series will be coming out uh probably over the course of a week rather than all in a day we might change that up a little bit but look for that in 2021 already uh also zach anything that you want to plug or talk about like i said you're, you're one of my favorite guests in the history of spoilers especially just because you, you can pod on anything and it's a good podcast which is always nice
2: thanks Hey man, I am I am honored Thank you so much for the kind words uh, No man, I don't have anything to plug I just want to say, you know, thanks for having me guys I'm feeling really feeling the Christmas spirit um, It was an absolute blast uh, Let me know when you guys are doing a Nick Cage movie sometime I'd be happy to oh, join yeah. <sighs> <laughs> Alright,
0: one thing before we go Last thing I want to add uh, If you're a fan of Nick Cage And you haven't seen The Family Man That is a
2: banger of a Christmas it movie It is,
0: it's been a long time but Watched it yesterday, still a banger It's so sad. Nice.
2: Yeah, it's been years since I've seen it. I'll have to check it out again.
0: All right. Well, thanks for listening. That was spoilers. That's right.
2: man here our email is podcast spoilers at gmail.com Twitter is at spoilers underscore pod our Instagram is podcast spoilers it's lit Josh Hensley from the Rutabagaga wrote our theme song please support this podcast by leaving us an iTunes review to do this one search for movie spoilers 2. Click on our orange Spoilers Bowl logo and scroll all the way to the bottom. Three, leave us some stars and some words. Now you can check us out on Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, Apple, and Google Podcasts. With spoilers.